Can you imagine sitting down at a picnic on a beautiful summer day and enjoying a big bowl of celery-flavored jello? No? What about mixed vegetable or seasoned tomato? These were all real flavors of jello. What other mysteries are held within the grasp of the jello history? There's only one way to find out. I'm Chef Ben, this is Food in Five, and today we're looking at a brief history of J-E-L-L-O. Jello, as we know, was invented in 1897 by a man named Pearl Bixby Waite. There's going to be a lot of weird names in this, just a heads up. Waite used a patent he had bought from a powdered gelatin from Peter Cooper. Besides his forays into gelatin, Cooper built the first American steam locomotive and the Tom Thumb, which isn't really relevant to this, but I found very interesting. Now, prior to purchasing the patent for powdered gelatin, that's a tongue twister. Prior to purchasing the patent for powdered gelatin, Wayne was a carpenter and also had a shop set up in his house to make cough remedies. It was the knowledge that he and his wife had gained from making cough remedies that helped them create jello. It really was Waite's wife, May, who made jello what it is. She added sugar and flavorings like strawberry, raspberry, orange, and lemon to the gelatin. In 1899, the Waites sold jello to a man named Orator Francis Woodward. Woodward owned a company called Genesi Pure Food Company, which would later become General Foods Corporation, in which, after many mergers and buyouts in 18, 1989, became Kraft. Woodward did not find instant success with Jell-O, which he had apparently bought for only $450. Despite the less than stellar reception Jell-O had initially gotten, Woodward had pushed on. And in 1902, the Genesi Pure Food Company started publishing ads in the Ladies' Home Journal with the tagline, America's Most Favorite Dessert. The ads in the Ladies' Home Journal were relatively successful, but in 1904, an army of salesmen hit the streets armed with free Jell-O cookbooks, and this really took off. This may not seem like that big of an idea given that we live in an age of content and guerrilla marketing, however this was the first campaign of its kind, and it worked really well. Uh, in 1906, Orator Woodward died and his wife Cora Talmage Woodward took over the company. When she retired in 1917, their son Ernest took over. Now, within 10 years of the free cookbook campaign, Jell-O had launched in Canada and had developed three new flavors, including peach, cherry, and chocolate. The chocolate only lasted until 1927 when it was discontinued. In this period, the company started using celebrity endorsements and testimonials. Famous actors and actresses would appear in ads talking about the benefits and delicious flavors of Jell-O. This strengthened the company's brand and helped lead them to another 100 years of success. They would continue to use celebrity endorsements up until the late 1990s. In 1923, the Genesee Pure Food Company became the Jell-O Company, which merged with Postum in 1925. By 1927, they were the General Foods Company. In the 1930s, cold jellied salads had become all the rage. These salads would contain fruit and vegetables of all imaginable varieties. And as a way to keep up with the times, Jell-O introduced lime flavor as they thought it would balance well with the more savory flavors that were finding their way into the jellied salads. Now, I should say that gelatin had been popular since at least the 16th century. Prior to the late 1800s, if you wanted gelatin, you had to render and clarify it from beef bones, which was a giant pain in the ass. Because of the difficulty and skill involved in making jelly, it was exclusively for the rich and well-to-do. It was especially loved by the upper echelon of Victorian society, and when Jell-O came along, it made it possible for everyone to have a piece of that affluence associated with jelly. 
In the 1950s, Jell-O introduced new flavors including, as I mentioned, celery, Italian, and seasoned tomatoes, which unsurprisingly didn't last long. But over the years, things over the years things changed and some things stayed the same. The main flavors of Jell-O have mostly remained unchanged since May Wait created them in the 1800s. But other products have been added, like instant pudding in 1936 and no big desserts in 1966. Jell-O has experiment, experimented with a lot of different flavors over the 120 years that they've been in business. Some of these flavors include black raspberry, black cherry, apple, tropical fruit, strawberry, banana, and many, many more. Now, though some of their more eccentric flavors may sound strange and the majority have been discontinued, there are some small regions where some of the more unique flavors are still available. Now, I could go on all day about the history of Jell-O, but this is a brief history and I feel like we've covered all the important stuff. So there you have it. I'm Chef Ben. This is Food in 5, brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com, your modern culinary manual. And this has been a brief history of Jell-O. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly and on Facebook at Ben Kelly Cooks. You can like and subscribe to this podcast. And as always, have a great Tuesday, everybody. I'll be back tomorrow with another fantastic episode of Food and Five. I'll see you then.